the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. With SRN News, I'm Bob Agnew in Washington. General Motors says it has 2,700 jobs for some of those workers it's slated to lay off. And it says it's going to move some of them to other plants. In all, GM says it's cutting about 14,000 positions. A congressional committee still plans to look into allegations of ethical violations by Interior Secretary Ryan Zinke, despite Zinke's departure, it was announced today he'll be stepping away from his role as Interior Secretary at the end of the year. The president, meanwhile, tapping his budget director to serve as acting White House Chief of Staff. The president made the announcement on social media, tweeting that Mick Mulvaney will succeed outgoing General John Kelly. He says Mick has done an outstanding job while in the administration. A senior White House official says Mulvaney's term as acting chief of staff has no time limit and that he got picked because the president liked him and because of his experience as a former member of Congress. That's Greg Clarkson reporting, and this is SRN News. Hugh Hewitt likes to see the president interact with Democrat leaders. Please don't characterize the strength that I bring to this meeting as the leader of the House Democrats who just won a big victory. Elections have consequences, Mr. President. And that's why the country is doing so well. That's it. It was the most transparent display of animosity I've seen in a long time. God bless them, everyone. The Hugh Hewitt Show, weekday mornings at 5 on AM 1280, The Patriot. AM 1280, The Patriot. We got the Narn Show with Mitch Berg up next. But Wix and Jewelers don't do anything ordinary. Do extraordinary with with a gift from Wix and Jewelers. There are only 10 days until Christmas, and Wix and Jewelers in Bloomington is open every day until then. To make your shopping easy, that is just off 35W. At a high of 40 today with a low of 27. Looks like some patchy freezing fog. And it's going to be partly cloudy in the evening here on AM 1280, The Patriot. The views expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. This is the Northern Alliance Radio Network, the longest-running conservative talk show in the Twin Cities. It's great to be back in Minnesota today. Political analysis of the good, the bad, and the outright crazy. Now, here's your headline act, Mitch Berg. Welcome back, Twin Cities and World. It's the wind beneath the right wing. The show that is making talk radio great again. The Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280, The Patriot. My name is Mitch Berg. My blog, shotinthedark.info. Uh, going on 18 years, seven, going on 17 years now, uh, documenting life as a conservative in a foul blue cesspool. Uh, and much, much else. Also going on 14 or 15 years now going on, on here on the uh, Northern Alliance broadcast here on AM 1280, The Patriot, the longest uninterrupted conservative talk show in Twin Cities radio history and rolling right along here, along with my friend Brad Carlson, heard every Sunday from one to three and uh, King Banyan over on our sister station, AM 1440, The Businessman, every Saturday morning from 9 to 11, doing a, uh, the best show in the world on economics, two hours every week, uh, that you get smarter just tuning to, much less listening to. So check the whole thing out. The Northern Alliance Radio Network, 
1280 The Patriot. Well, week before Christmas, uh, by the way, I should say week before we the, the, the nation shuts down into its holiday coma, expect lots of news to come out next week. I won't be talking about it, by the way. I'll be doing my annual Christmas broadcast next year, uh, which I recorded some time ago, and uh, going to be off uh, doing some holiday stuff with family and friends. Hope you are all doing the same, although by all means tune in. I actually have a lot of fun doing uh, the show that... I will be broadcasting next week, so I hope you can catch a bit of it either live or via the Miracle of Podcast. But uh, yeah, it's it's a it's a season for people of faith. Really, everyone. I mean, everyone and everyone observes Christmas in their own way. People of the Christian faith, of course, celebrating the birth of of our Lord and Savior. Uh, People of the Jewish faith, of course, just finished Hanukkah what two weeks ago, I believe it was. uh, congratulations! I uh, hope all of our Jewish friends out there had a, a blessed Hanukkah, and uh, and so and of course uh, people of the progressive faith uh, do their annual observation of griping about Christmas. I, I mean, National Public Radio, of course, I talk about this every year. The sort of endless parade of calumny that that the National Public Radio's programs. Not so much the news, but the the, the programming side, uh, the, the 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 whining and caviling that they devote to uh, talking about how miserable the holiday season makes all of them, having to deal with their friends and their family and their their uncle who voted for Donald Trump and how it is you're supposed to try and put up with that. Oh, the indignity! And so it's it's become kind of a holiday celebration in its own way for people who don't really care much about the holiday. It's still an annual ritual, much uh, much much like the rest of us uh, celebrate. Now, that, that being said, there's 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 all sorts of serious stuff happening here. I, I, I'm I'm not going to focus on it just yet. What I want to do is focus on our new congresswoman-elect from the 5th Congressional District in Minneapolis, Ilhan Omar, who's replacing uh, one of the worst congresspeople in Washington, Keith Ellison, who, more's the pity, is moving over to attorney general, uh, proof that this was really, really a wretched election here in Minnesota. Ilhan Omar, of course, is a woman of the Muslim faith. If you didn't know that, it was made very clear to you during the election where she appeared very, very, I don't know, ostentatiously uh, in her traditional Muslim hijab, her, her Muslim headscarves uh, throughout the election and made it made a point of of, of uh, really a point of you know, putting it out there in, in front of the audience saying, look at me, I'm as Muslim as it gets. And by the way, while uh, that, that is certainly a fact, I have no problem with that. By the way, I mean, observe any faith you want. We're a, it's a free country. We have a First Amendment right to uh, observe any religious faith you want. And by the way, to all those people who who are who have have taken issue with the fact that Omar uh, will be sworn in on a Quran like her predecessor Keith Ellison was back in two thousand six, two thousand seven, I guess. Well, what would you have her swear in on? <laughs> a Bible? Uh, something that's not. Uh, an article of her own faith. I mean, come on, people. Uh, she has the right to be Muslim. She has the right to observe any faith she wants or no faith. And that's all perfectly fine. I'm, I'm with her. I, it, people of any faith, I'm basically start out the argument on their side at the very least. However, let's make sure we're clear on one thing. Throughout the election season, Ilhan Omar wrapped herself in piety throughout the election. 
uh, her 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 uh, her good standing as a practicing muslim was a point of pride in her campaign and she made darn sure everyone knew it right it's what sets her apart from all the other all the other uh progressives in that election it gave her the ultimate bit of intersectional virtue signaling but let's make sure we're clear about this she has the right to be any of any faith she wants her true religion i think it's fair to say is progressivism not islam uh and when you consider all the the policies she she supports politically that fly in the face of what islam tells its adherents uh, to believe and to practice it it's, it's bound to make to to cause anyone to to question that as it does by the way any catholic who is a uh, or, or evangelical, for that matter, who is a liberal, a Democrat, a especially a progressive. Uh, I mean, when you practice things that fly completely in the face of what your faith says you're supposed to believe and do and practice, it should make people go, hmm, but that's okay. Again, she can practice her faith any old way she wants. And if she wants to wrap herself in piety throughout her election campaign— that's fine. Christian candidates do that as well, as, as by the way, I, I think is perfectly acceptable for them to do so. So, Ilhan Omar, flaunt your faith any old way you want. And, and by the way, changing the, the house rules to allow her to wear a, a hijab while uh, in, in her seat, which has been, has been against congressional rules for a while. You're not allowed to wear headgear in uh in in congress and they've changed the rule and i don't care i mean it's clothing it's part of her observance of her faith uh, that she does by her own free will again don't care so here is the question the request the i don't know the the, the thing for which uh, i implore ilhan omar Wrap yourself in piety throughout your elections and throughout your, your public discourse and your interaction with the political process. Or do tweets and, and Facebook postings like you did yesterday, which show Vice President Mike Pence sitting in his chair in the United States, I believe it's uh, for a photo opportunity. He's, uh, he's closing his eyes. He looks as if he might be in prayer or maybe resting his eyes, or maybe the ca uh, camera caught him in a deep blink. We don't know. But Ilhan Omar took the photo and captured it, because uh, it looks like he might be in prayer uh, on some level or another. And Ilhan Omar captioned this photo, Jesus, take the wheel. Now, this is... The, the it relates it relates to the debate on the border wall, which of which more shortly, uh, Ilhan Omar may, makes this snarky kind of ugly uh, snark about what would appear to be Mike Pence practicing his faith, whether he was praying or not, or, or resting his eyes, or just trying to drown out the din of the idiocy that surrounds him in Washington D.C. We don't know, and. When I say we, I mean especially Ilhan Omar. I mean, God knows she has no idea what she's talking about. I mean, she is. Uh, she should be one person who should be thanking Allah for the existence of Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez uh, because 
it saves her from the the distinction of being the most embarrassing uh, addition to Congress in this upcoming session. But anyway, picture of Mike Pence seemingly looking to be in a prayerful mode, mood, stance, whatever, saying, Jesus, take the wheel. Sarcastic, snarky, petty, stupid, all the above. So I, I offer this as a as a suggestion to Ilhan Omar, representative-elect from <sighs> Minneapolis. Feel free to wear your faith on your sleeve or <laughs> on your head, as the case may be, or mock the vice president for his faith. Pick one. Just one. That's all. Practice your faith as ostentatiously and, and as forthrightly and as devoutly as, as the Spirit moves you to, or don't. Or or be a cafeteria Muslim, as it seems you and, and Keith Ellison both are. I mean, I, I mean, I mean, where in Islam is abortion allowed? Nowhere. Ilhan Omar is a cafeteria Muslim, and again, fair to say, her faith, her true faith is progressivism. But that's that's fine. It's okay. Whatever. All I say to you, Ilhan Omar, and by the way, people like her, whatever your elective office or lack thereof, practice your faith, exhibit your piety any old way you want, or mock other people's faith. Not both. Pick one. It's like the... It's like the egg rolls at the Chinese menu. You pick one, you pick the other. You pay extra for both. <laughs> 651-289-4488 is the number to call. The Northern Alliance Radio Network. Uh, this, I, I couldn't resist that, folks. I mean, if you're going to if you're going to make faith, your faith, your your religious faith, a a, a point of your political personality, for the love of Pete, practice it in every way. If a Christian had done this, if a Christian had uh, found a picture of, I don't know, Keith Ellison or Ilhan Omar in a what would seem to be a, a prayerful mood and snarked about it, the media would be all over them. And, and you know it, and I know it, and the Star Tribune knows it. But not a word will be said about this. And uh, other than here, obviously conservatives are, are are making a fuss about it and, and with with good reason it is the kind of hypocrisy for which any christian vice president pence included would be roasted to within an inch of their rhetorical life 651-289-4488 the number to call join us won't you please some interesting news uh on the uh, on the public safety front when we come back on the northern alliance radio network am 1280 the patriot Right now on the FishTwinCities.com, you'll hear chestnuts roasting on an open fire and new favorites. Today the Holy Son of God is born in Bethlehem. 
We're the station that keeps Christ in Christmas, spreading joy all season long at thefishtwincities.com. Listen while you travel with the free Fish mobile app. Supported by Minnesota Adult and Teen Challenge. It's paid off. Your hard work has paid off, and it's time to reinvest now. Dave Zerbis here with Rosedale Chevrolet's Business Elite team to remind you that now is the time to invest in a new work truck or van. Tax codes are in effect for 2018, meaning up to a half a million dollars in savings for your company when you invest in a work truck or van. That's huge. Check out Rosedale Chevrolet's huge selection of trucks and vans in stock all with our no-bull price to ensure you the very best and a no-hassle experience. Get with a Business Elite team member for special fleet pricing for your business. Rosedale Chevrolet's Business Elite team will guide and consult with you to ensure you get the most for your time and money. Find the perfect work vehicle for your business and personnel. It is time to invest. Finish 2018 strong and make 2019 your best year ever. RosedaleChev.com and Rosedale Chevrolet. Find new roads. Consult your tax advisor for complete details. Have you racked up more than $10,000 in credit card debt? Are you barely getting by making minimum payments? You should know. The credit card companies are tricking you into thinking there's no way out. Credit card companies would rather you didn't know that there are ways you can become debt-free and you don't have to pay the entire amount you owe. There are debt relief programs that help people like you escape overwhelming credit card debt. National Debt Relief has helped tens of thousands of people just like you reduce more than $500 million of debt. National Debt Relief has helped so many people, they're A-plus rated by the Better Business Bureau. You don't have to declare bankruptcy or take out a consolidation loan. You have the right to settle your debt for a mere fraction of what you owe. Reduce a portion of your debt now. Call National Debt Relief at 800-518-4020. 800-518-4020. That's 800-518-4020. We can all agree that a good education benefits students, their family, and society as a whole. Education shapes your child into the person they will become. Join your local hosts, Rebecca Hagstrom and Mark Durkin, as they explore how to get the best education for your child while ensuring that the values you're teaching at home are being respected. From cursive to curriculum and everything in between, school is now in session. Education Nation, Saturdays at 6 p.m. on AM 1280, The Patriot. AM 1280, The Patriot. Northern Alliance Radio Network, 651-289-4488. Join us, won't you please? Hey, don't forget, starting New Year's Day, we welcome a familiar friend of the broadcast, Sebastian Gorka, as a new afternoon host here on AM 12A, The Patriot. Catch American First with Sebastian Gorka live every weekday from 2 to 5 p.m. He was advisor to Donald Trump during the campaign. He was on staff at the White House in 2017 as a deputy assistant. Blah, 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 whatever. He's a big wheel. Michael Medved retiring from the broadcast. Sebastian Gorka taking over. Still the best weekday lineup anywhere in Twin Cities Talk Radio. For those of you who actually need to bother with, with weekday radio and actually need radio, uh, given the weekend lineup we have here. What the heck? Listen, seven days a week. That's, that's what we're here for. 651-289-4488. Uh, Wild from Bloomington writes, what do we think about the, uh, the, the, uh, snub that, uh, governor elect 
Tim Waltz gave to the president this past week. Yeah, that reminded me, that was a big story this past week that I almost missed. Uh, this from the uh, Pioneer Press. Minnesota Governor-elect Tim Waltz declined a White House invitation to meet President Donald Trump on Thursday, citing his work assembling his new administration. Quote, the governor-elect is in Minnesota building his incoming administration and is unable to attend the meeting at the White House, end quote, said Waltz uh, spokesperson Kayla Castaneda on Thursday. Waltz uh, said his transition team are in the process of vetting at least 1,500 applicants for appointed positions in state government, uh, including 500 applicants for 23 state commissioner posts. <laughs> and there are some real winners among that pack, too. Yeah. And, and because, goodness knows, uh, Tim Waltz is the one who's going through that binders and binders of resumes uh, for these for these posts. <laughs> By the way, what this is is parts of uh, members of the of the DFL political machine queuing up for their share of of uh, the the gravy train. Uh, government for Democrats and let's be honest, some establishment Republicans is a form of wealth transfer from us, the taxpayers, to them, lifers in the political process. This is the swamp being filled, refilled in downtown St. Paul on Thursday afternoon. Trump. Republican met with 13 newly elected governors of states and U.S. territories from both parties, as well as several cabinet members and Vice President Mike Pence. Trump's office has invited 22 men and women elected for the first time as governors in November's general election, including Waltz, a DFLer. Waltz will be sworn in next month to succeed Governor Mark Dayton, a two-term Democrat who did not seek re-election. <sighs> By the way, there, there were Democrats and Republicans that attended uh, the, uh, the, the this reception uh, in, uh, in in D.C., including uh, Wisconsin Democrat Tony Evers, certainly uh, at least as far to the left as Tim Waltz, and Christy Noam, a uh, South Dakota Republican. In brief public remarks, Trump's, uh, Trump complimented all of them, referring to them as, uh, quote, some really terrific people. They're all going to do great jobs. Great jobs. So great, uh, you're all going to be tired of winning. I wish I did a better Trump impression. I'm sorry. You, you you go to war with the impressions you have, not the impressions you want. I think that's what Donald Rumsfeld said. Where was I? Oh, yeah. Uh, Tim Waltz turning down Donald Trump's imitation. Uh, I, well, I saw this. The first thing I thought was, well, there goes that whole I'm everybody's governor bit. I, I mean, let's be honest. I mean, Every governor, when they take every elected official, especially in the executive branch, when they take office, uh, whether they're in the executive branch or uh, the legislative branch, they start off their regimes, their terms, their their terms in office uh, by saying, "You know, I was, I am a Democrat, or I am a Republican for that matter, but uh, I'm elected to run the government for everyone in this state." Uh, to be fair, I haven't actually heard Tim Waltz say that yet. It'll pop up in his inauguration speech and be promptly forgotten as he starts to uh, legislate, not legislate, but to, to govern the state and drive his agenda. It won't be for everyone. It will be for the people who elected him, the people who contributed to his campaigns. Uh, the teachers union will make out like bandits over this next uh, four years uh, again, even further. <sighs> anyway. So this whole idea that Tim Waltz is uh, everyone's governor, I, I mean, even the lip service to that notion, you can just throw that in, in the recycling bin right now because Tim Waltz basically stuck a finger in the eye 
of that notion. He's there for the same reason that Keith Ellison is in the attorney general's office, the same reason that all of the elected Democrats are there. They are there to deliver the goods for the people to whom they owe their election, to the teachers union, to the public employees unions, to the nonprofit industrial complex that uh, did so much work to turn out the vote, (laughs) especially among the three key Democrat constituencies, duplicate Americans, fictional Americans, and deceased Americans. Uh, He owes his governorship, as all of them owe their elections, to to them, to Michael Bloomberg, to plutocrats with deep pockets who fund the Democrats' nonprofit industrial complex and dark money machine. He owes his election to them and to the urban political machine that turned out the vote for him. But customarily, a new governor meeting with a president of whatever party is a symbol of statesmanship, a symbol that at least on some of the trappings of one's office, one tries to rise above partisanship momentarily, if only for ceremonial occasions, if only to to say these are times when all Americans come together. He couldn't do that. Now, I will I will put if I if I had to bet I'd say there's probably about a 20% chance it was because Waltz is actually busy. Of course he's busy. He's he's, he's running a transition team to get ready to take office in uh, about a month here heaven help us all. 3 weeks, 3 weeks. Oh yeah. So no doubt he's busy. All of them are. Uh Tony Evers is busy getting ready to try and run Wisconsin back into the ground. Christy Noam is busy getting ready to make South Dakota even more prosperous with all the economic refugees, including who? Mark Dayton, <laughs> that are going to be racing to South Dakota to take advantage of their lower tax rates. She's busy. All of the governors who went to Washington, D.C. to visit with Donald Trump rose above their partisanship to take part in this one bipartisan Essentially nonpartisan act. So is Tim Waltz busy? Of course he's busy. Is he too busy to do that? No, he's not. He'll be undertaking a lot more meaningless uh, public appearances than that in coming weeks. Oh, believe just you watch. Just you watch. Believe me, I will be. But I'd, I'd say about you know, if I had to bet. of the reason he didn't go is because he's too busy. And 80% of the reason is the Metrocrats to whom he owes his election would never allow him to come to lunch at the Lexington again if he met with Donald Trump. It's just not something you do among urban Metrocrats in, in Minnesota. You don't talk about donald trump without spitting afterwards you you thumb your nose you 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 turn around throw salt over your shoulders when you mention the name in metro democrat circles these days meeting with donald trump might get him charged with sexual harassment who knows the dfl is is, has lost its mind about donald trump and tim waltz is nothing but an extension 
of the inner id of the Metro DFL. So, of course, he's not going to go visit. Uh, he's not, he's not going to accept Donald Trump's invitation. Now, he came up with a muted, politically neutral response. I'm busy. Okay. He's a, he's, he's a dip, He's waxing just a little bit diplomatic. Yay, uh, Governor Waltz, uh, Governor-elect Waltz. <sighs> but let's not put lipstick on this pig. It was a snub. It was a partisan snub. It was a partisan snub that reflects the uh, w- what the wishes of the Metro DFL. No more, no less. That's what I think about that. So uh, the bigger news this past week, actually, this just came out yesterday, and this is huge. Federal judge in Texas struck down the Affordable Care Act last night. If you hadn't heard this, uh, this is huge. Uh the uh, the U.S. District Judge Reed O'Connor uh, in Fort Worth sided with the argument uh, put forward by a coalition of Republican states that Barack Obama's signature domestic uh, legislation has fallen down. And this is his quote, like a losing game of Jenga. Uh, and Obamacare will no longer stand now that there's no penalty for Americans who don't buy insurance. Supreme Court upheld the law in 2012 by classifying the legislation as a tax. But since Congress removed the individual mandate uh, last year, uh, O'Connor ruled there's no way the ACA can be allowed to stand. And I quote, the individual mandate can no longer be fairly read as an exercise of Congress's tax power, and it's still impermissible under the Interstate Commerce Clause, meaning the individual mandate is unconstitutional, said O'Connor in his opinion. Quote, the individual mandate is essential to and inseverable from the remainder of the ACA. Without the system being upheld by a wide pool of mandated participants, The ACA cannot stand, uh, said O'Connor. Without it, Congress and the Supreme Court have stated the architectural design fails, he said in his opinion. It's like watching a slow game of Jenga, each party poking at a different provision to see if the ACA falls. President Trump uh, tweeted his approval yesterday. While not surprisingly, Obamacare was just ruled unconstitutional, all caps, by a highly respected judge in Texas. Great news for America, he wrote. It could be great news for America. We'll see if Congress replaces it with something worse. Because we have a Democrat majority in the House, anything is possible. Northern Alliance, AM 1280, The Patriot, go nowhere. We'll be right back. This is Michael Medved of MichaelMedved.com for Town Hall. Congressional Democrats made a mistake to attack President Trump for his determined opposition to caravans of unauthorized immigrants at our southern border. Automatic asylum would only encourage new thousands to make a dangerous, illegal trek. But President Trump also makes a mistake by touting a pointless government shutdown, which might seem bold and decisive, but raises the inevitable question, what next? The Democrats, with their newly elected House majority, won't simply surrender, and a shutdown hurts the government, the public's faith in democracy, even our economy. The only possible outcome is some form of compromise. No, the president won't get all the money he wants for a wall, but he will get increased funding for enhanced border security. Since it's obvious that both caravans and shutdowns are deeply unpopular, Congress and the president should drop the games and work out common sense reforms that can help all sides. I'm Michael Medved. You started a DIY project at home. Then you realize convenience isn't always easy. The why in DIY doesn't mean why is this so hard. 
At ADT, we DIFY, do it for you. We customize and install a secure smart home that you control from the palm of your hand or the sound of your voice. Smart security, designed and installed just for you with ADT. Visit ADT.com slash smart to learn more. License information available at ADT.com. ADT, real protection. This time of year, you're bombarded with commercials from jewelry stores talking about incredible prices and amazing selections. But you know what word you never hear? Quality. Why? Because jewelry store chains and jewelers at the mall aren't about quality. At Wix and Jewelers, quality is a word they live by every day. In fact, their stellar reputation was built on it. From their incredible collections of diamonds and gemstones to their exclusive timepieces, everything at Wixen is of the highest caliber and designed to last a lifetime. Give her a gift that she can wear forever. A gift from Wix and Jewelers Bloomington. Caitlin, Christmas is coming and I have no idea what to get my wife. Why not get her some old friend slippers from Chetshoes.com? Old friend slippers? What are those? Old friend makes warm, stylish, comfortable slippers in styles that women actually like. They're not cheap and flimsy like the ones you see in the discount stores. These are made from durable materials and will last a long time. Plus, spend $50 or more on Chetshoes.com and get free shipping. But what if I get her the wrong size? No problem. Contact Chets for an easy exchange. Guess I'm heading over to Chetshoes.com. If the shoe fits, you've been to Chets. Are you a member of our rewards program? Yeah. I had the card here somewhere. We've all been there, rustling around for a rewards card you can't seem to find. At AM 1280 The Patriot, we've simplified the process. All the perks, none of the hassle. It's the Freedom Fan Club, where you'll get early access to tickets, exclusive content, prizes, and more. Sign up at am1280thepatriot.com. AM 1280, The Patriot, Northern Alliance Radio Network, 651-289-4488, the number to call. You can also join me on Twitter at hashtag NarnShow. Hey, don't forget, we've got a Christmas mortgage miracle for you, and time's a-wasting. You're burning daylight if you're not signed up yet. AM 1280, The Patriot wants to pay your mortgage or rent. For all of 2019, you can enter to win once a day by clicking the Christmas Mortgage Miracle at am1280thepatriot.com. Only Freedom Fan Club members are eligible to win. So sign up for the fan club today. The deadline is December 20th. Uh, just imagine what you could do with all that extra cash. And by the way, it's not all. of your, I mean, if you're living in a... Uh, 20-bedroom bungalow out on Lake Minnetonka, and you're paying $10,000 a month. No, no, we're not going to cover it. It's, it's, there's a limit, fifteen grand a year. That's still a twelve fifty a month mortgage, which is a nice chunk of money. So sign up to the, for the Freedom Club, uh, the Freedom Fan Club right now, am12athepatriot.com, and sign up. You can do it daily. The more you enter, the better your chances of winning. And unlike the lottery, your odds are not half bad. So, so get in there. Do it. Do it. Yeah, you've been told. 651-289-4488, the number to call. This came out last week. You could just hear the screaming and the heads exploding uh, in rage across the, the Twin Cities left and really across the, the, the big left nationwide. Uh, this past week, a panel investigating the Florida high school massacre from uh, earlier this year recommended this past Wednesday that teachers who volunteer and undergo extensive background checks and training be allowed to carry firearms on campus to stop future shootings. This came out from the Associated Press this last week, and I will confess, I my jaw nearly dropped. Uh, 
<laughs> when I saw this, and I quote, this is from the Associated Press story, quote, the Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School Public Safety Commission uh, voted 13 to 1 to recommend the legislature allow the arming of teachers, saying it's not enough to have one or two police officers or armed guards on campus. Florida law adopted after the February 14th shooting of 17th, uh, 17 dead allows districts to arm non-teaching staff members such as principals, librarians, and custodians. And by the way, 13 of the 67 districts in uh, Florida do, mostly in the rural parts of the state, naturally, where common sense still reigns supreme, even in Florida. Anyway, uh, Pinellas County Sheriff Bob uh, Bob Galtieri, the commissioner's chairman, uh, pushed the measure at the Tallahassee meeting. He said most deaths in school shootings happen within the first few minutes before officers on and off campus can respond. He said the suspect Nicholas Cruz stopped to reload his AR-15 semi-automatic rifle five times all of which would have been opportunities for an armed teacher to shoot him. Quote, we have to give people a fighting chance. We have to give them an opportunity to protect themselves, Galtieri said. He said there aren't enough officers or money to hire one for every school, but even then officers need backup. Quote, one good guy with a gun on campus is not enough. To which I respond, God bless you, Sheriff Galtieri. Finally, someone in in high-ranking urban public office who's not a moron, who gets the idea that 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 uh, the, the gun-free zones and copycat killers are recipes for carnage, because that, that's what hap- That's what that's what these people go for: the gun-free zones. Now, I said we had one person. Sheriff Galtieri and uh, 12 of the other people on his uh, commission who were not idiots. It was a 13 to 1 vote. So this is a blazing expression of common sense on the part of a public body. It certainly doesn't, uh, it certainly is not contagious throughout Florida public life or nationwide public life. The State Teachers Union and PTA have previously expressed opposition, saying teachers are hired to educate, not be police officers. That is the dumbest response. (laughs) that you could possibly have to this of course they're hired to educate and and by the way the 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 fellow the the two fellows in the krogers in lexington kentucky were not hired to do anything uh when when a uh white supremacist barged in shot a black man pointed his gun at a uh, at at a white actually was got the drop on by a white man left the place uh, by the way that the white man who was uh, first deterred the uh, the first round of the attack was not hired to be a police officer the man who defended his family the african american man who defended his family after that fellow uh, murdered uh, an african american woman in the parking lot outside the krogers was not hired to be a police officer either and in fact <laughs> nobody who defends themselves was hired to be a police officer. Some things you don't have to be paid to do. It's just the right thing to do. Which is apparently a level of moral reasoning above and beyond what the Florida State Teachers Union can comprehend. Commissioner Max Schachter, whose 14-year-old son Alex died in the massacre, cast a lone vote against the motion. He said the state should focus on hiring more police officers for campus and allowing non-teaching staff to carry guns. I'll give the guy a break, and for being a no vote, it, I get the rationale. And 
I've heard some of the arguments in favor of of keeping guns out of the hands of teachers just because eh, if you 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 a, a kid an unruly kid gets to jump on a teacher grabs the gun eh, problems could in theory happen of course that would not be an issue if you're carrying concealed and and you didn't advertise that fact which is the way it should be done i quote uh, Commissioner Schachter, we do need more good guys with a gun on campus. Nobody understands that and wishes we had more at Marjorie Stoneman uh, Douglas than myself, Schachter said. But arming teachers creates a host of problems. The father and wife of other victims who are not on the commission also spoke against arming teachers. Whatever. Uh, what one group that you can expect to speak against this was uh, Moms Demand Action. The uh, the the Michael Bloomberg financed uh, checkbook advocacy, uh, advocacy group for gun control which uh, was involved in spend, uh, basically buying the C- CD2 election here in Minnesota, uh, putting Jason Lewis out of, uh, out of office. Uh, they, they posted immediately after this uh, re- uh, story came out, research, and I quote, research shows that arming teachers doesn't protect their students but makes them less safe. No, it doesn't. <laughs> I, I'd, I'd say, dear moms, please show us this research. Tell us what it is. Give a uh, give us a pointer to the research that quote shows end quote that arming teachers won't protect students. And I I quote their Facebook post: "Solutions to keep schools safe from gun violence should include common sense measures like comprehensive background checks, which would not have prevented the Marjorie Stoneman Douglas massacre." Or the Parkland, uh, that was the Parkland uh, school massacre. It wouldn't have prevented Sandy Hook. It wouldn't have prevented Columbine. It wouldn't have prevented any school shooting that we, any of the school shootings we've had. None of them. Background checks only affect the law abiding. None of the guns that were used in any of these massacres would have been taken out of the hands of the shooters by a, I don't even, I'm just trying to wrap my mind around, it's not even illogic, it's just a lie. Hey, there's no such research. In fact, quite the opposite. And in no way do background checks of any sort affect any crime whatsoever. In fact, that was the story that came out this past week. In 40 years of comprehensive background checks in the state of California, the state that actually has the level of background checks that Governor Flip-Flop Turncoat Tim Waltz is proposing here in Minnesota, zero effect on crime. None. Zilch. Nada. Had no effect. And it's for exactly the same reason that they will fail any place else they're tried. Because background checks only make sure the law-abiding are following the law. And people who go out and massacre people in schools or any place else, by definition, aren't doing that. <laughs> They're breaking a law in a big way. What's a little law about about possessing a gun? <sighs> anyway, so uh, further, further, uh, further evidence. By the way, that uh, just like Protect Minnesota Moms Demand Action has never, not once made a single statement about guns, gun owners, gun laws, gun violence, gun statistics, gun history, gun ownership, gun morality that is simultaneously original, true, 
and uh, original true. What's the what's the other one? Uh, it doesn't matter, uh, folks. This is uh, this. You, you could hear the heads bursting all over the place. Uh, when this announcement came out, uh, Moms Demand Action, just one of many, uh, Protect Minnesota, I won't even bother reading their response. After the shooting, Florida law, by the way, this is back, uh, going back to the AP story, after the shooting, Florida law was changed to allow Florida districts to train and arm employees other than teachers, except those who are former or current police officers, current members of the military, or junior ROTC training corps instructors. Just to go back to the Moms Want Action article, saying research shows that arming teachers doesn't protect our students. I mean, I can show you prima facie evidence that that's a complete lie. And I'll do that when we come back, because this deserves to be smacked down and smacked down hard. 651-289-4488, the number to call. The Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280, The Patriot. Go nowhere. Be right back. you can be a man with just a in your gun. And a pistol in your hand Shoot Guns are now outlawed And only outlaws have guns And you can't walk the streets Feeling safe anymore AM 1280, The Patriot. I'm sure glad you're my sister, Addie. Yep, you're my best buddy. Mom says you were their little surprise. What would we do without you? Well, you'll probably get your own gum. Yeah, that's true, but you're worth it. Hello, my name is Carrie. I work with Pro-Life Across America, the billboard people. If you know someone who is pregnant or in need of alternatives to abortion or needs post-abortion assistance or would like to support the life-saving work of Pro-Life Across America, please call 1-800-366-7773 or check us out online at prolifeacrossamerica.org. Pro-Life Across America, educational, non-political, and tax-deductible. A baby's heart is beating 18 days from conception. Policies issued by American General Life Insurance Company, Houston, Texas. Not available in all states. For details, visit AIGdirect.com. If you're young and healthy, you don't need life insurance, right? Yeah, that's what I used to think, too, until my brother died at 38. Joe left his wife with two kids, a mortgage, and a stack of bills she couldn't pay. Mary had to sell the house and move everybody into this tiny two-bedroom apartment just to make ends meet. I never want to do that to my wife, so I got life insurance. I called AIG Direct and was really surprised how affordable it is. Just $14 a month for $250,000 of term life coverage. Listen, if you have a family, you should seriously think about getting life insurance. You'll feel a lot better having it, trust me. Call AIG Direct for a free, no-obligation quote. The call takes less than five minutes, and you could save up to 70%. Call now, 1-800-981-0472. That's 1-800-981-0472. 1-800-981-0472. 
If it was 1990, you'd be listening to your favorite radio station on a bulky boombox that burns through D batteries faster than you can say, you've got mail. Thankfully, it's the 21st century, and there are much better alternatives. For example, just ask Alexa to tune in. Alexa, play the Patriot Minneapolis. It's time to throw out that old beeper and get with the times. Listen to your favorite AM 1280 The Patriot hosts in high quality with Alexa and Amazon Echo. Join Gene Sullivan each week on Where You Live, where he takes on... Uh, Gene, who do you take on anyway? Maniacal landlords, slippery renters, overbearing HOA boards, demanding homeowners. Oh, and the legislative lunacy brought on by local politicians wanting to fix everything for us. It's a common sense perspective on the news and stories that affect you the most right where you live. Join Gene Sullivan every Saturday morning at 10 a.m. on AM 1280 The Patriot. AM 1280, The Patriot, Northern Alliance Radio Network, 651-289-4488. Or you can join me on Twitter at hashtag NarnShow. That's N-A-R-N Show. Check it out. All the stories so, just to recap, this past week, Wednesday, the Associated Press ran a story pointing out that a commission of P- uh, law enforcement officers and, and uh, teachers, uh, public officials of various types investigating the Parkland massacre, pointed out something that has been obvious to anyone who's been paying attention to this issue uh, at all, ever, and that is gun-free zones kill, and the best way to defeat a bad guy with a gun is for a good guy with a gun, whether that person has a badge or not, to put fire on target, they vote thirteen to one to regular uh, to recommend the state uh, adopt legislation that would allow teachers with proper training to voluntarily carry concealed firearms while while working, just in case they need to. And even the the dissenter, who was a father of one of the victims, said, "Yeah, good guys with guns make sense. Maybe not the teachers." We'll meet him halfway on that. I, I'm not going to argue too much. Uh, Moms Want Action came out uh, promptly saying, and I quote, research shows that, uh, that, that th- this is not true, that guns on campus in the hands of law-abiding teachers somehow make students less safe. That's a lot of faith they have in teachers, by the way. <laughs> anyway, uh, but the fact is when they say research says this is not the case, and that the only way to fix the problem is universal background checks. Well, that's also a lie, and the news came out this past week to, to prove it. A uh, joint study conducted by researchers from the National Rifle Association School of Public Health and the University of California Davis Violence Prevention Research Program found that California's much-touted mandated background checks had no impact on gun deaths, none. And researchers are <laughs> puzzled as to why, they say. In 1991, California simultaneously imposed comprehensive background checks for firearm sales and prohibited gun sales and gun possession to people convicted of misdemeanor violent crimes. The legislation mandated that all gun sales, including private transactions, would have to go through a California-licensed federal firearms licensed dealer, which is, by the way, exactly what uh, Governor Flip-Flop Turncoat Waltz is proposing for Minnesota. 
Shotguns and rifles, like handguns, became subject to a 15-day waiting period to make certain all gun purchasers had underground undergone a thorough background check. It was the most expansive gun control legislation in America, affecting the estimated million gun buyers in the first year alone. It was costly and it was cumbersome. Politicians and law enforcement in California, where else, agreed the law was worth it. Move a quarter of of a century into the future, though. Researchers at the NRA and UCA, uh, UC Davis dug into the results of the sweeping legislation. Researchers compared yearly gun suicide and homicide rates over the 10 years following implementation of California's law with 32 control states that do not have such laws. The, they found, quote, no change in the rates of either cause of death for firearms through 2000. The findings, which run counter to the experiences in some other states uh, that did show a link between background checks and gun deaths, appear to have startled the researchers. Uh, Garen Wintermute, a UC Davis uh, professor of emergency medicine and senior author of the study, said incomplete data and flawed criminal record reporting might explain the results. But the results are unmistakable. No change in California, the state that has the law has had for a quarter of a century now, over a quarter of a century, the laws that moms demand action wants to foist on the country and that Governor-elect Waltz is salivating to impose on you, the law-abiding gun owner of Minnesota. Oh, by the way, at the top of the story, I said this was a combined effort of UC Davis and the National Rifle Association uh, School of Public Health. I couldn't help, no. It was Johns Hopkins. Not the NRA. (laughs) Silly. They don't have a school of public health. Johns Hopkins does, however. Uh, Apparently, by the way, that so-called ban on using public funds to research gun violence didn't get to the Johns, Johns Hopkins Bloomberg School of Public Health. Never got the memo, apparently. (laughs) At any rate, this is the law that they want to impose on you here in Minnesota. So that's one bit of research that gives the lie to Moms One Action's stupid Facebook post uh, regarding the recommendation uh, in Florida. I've got another little bit of research. It's historical research. In the 1970s, uh, there was a plague of gun violence in Israel. Uh, Of course, the, the, the... People carrying the guns were, were PLO terrorists, and the victims were Israeli citizens. And for a while there, in the mid-1970s, after the Yom Kippur War, uh, the PLO took to shooting up Israeli schools and Israeli school buses uh, out on the kibbutzes on the frontier uh, near the Israeli border. Uh, there were places that, by Israeli standards, are fairly sparsely populated. And, and let's be honest, the Israeli military and their police couldn't be everywhere, sort of like police in america when there's a mass shooting and over the course of a year uh, close to uh, close to 40 israeli school children and i think probably a dozen close to two dozen adults uh, who, who were their teachers and uh, erstwhile protectors were killed until the israeli government said Israeli teachers were allowed to bring their firearms to school, carrying them concealed, keeping them as a surprise for anyone who wanted to try and mix it up with a room full of unarmed children. 
Massacres of Israeli students, with firearms at least, stopped cold. There were no more. Now, Israel being a somewhat left-of-center government, they soon moved the burden of protection over to armed security guards, uh, and they've been sort of rolling back and forth on, on the whole idea of good civilians with guns. But at the time, out in the kibbutzes, at that, at that time, they didn't have the money to, to put security guards in every schoolroom. But they realized what the, the Stoneman Douglas Commission realized, that when the shooting starts, it's everyone's responsibility to see to the protection of the children. And whining about wanting more budget for, for police to be, to be there is an evasion of responsibility. I mean, what is it that makes your life irreplaceable and, and of impossible to put a value on, but a, a cop's life worth the, I don't know, $50,000 a year pay him to, to risk his life to defend you? It's an abdication of moral responsibility. And I applaud the Marjorie Stoneman Douglas Committee for making the right decision. And I hope at some point in the distant future, perhaps after we get a decent governor in this state and a, and a majority of sane people in the legislature, that Minnesota can follow suit. Well, one can always hope. 651-289-448, should you care to join me, and I, I hope you will. Uh, coming up next, we're going to be talking with uh, Minnesota Representatives Jeremy Munson and Steve Draskowski, members of the new Republican Caucus, the minority within the minority caucus. We'll be talking about that bit of news from last week. Northern Alliance, AM 1280, The Patriot. Here at the Kingdom Builders, relationships are more important than sales figures. We're not real interested in doing these commercials to pull you in with marketing. We're more interested in having an opportunity to reach out and establish a relationship with you. Matthew, my son-in-law, now works a lot in the office with me, and our goal is really to be great ambassadors for the Lord Jesus. We don't want to put our light under a bushel basket. Yeah, I've just really enjoyed talking with customers and seeing what their problems are and trying to fix those for them, trying to get peace of mind with the issues they're having with their home. We think the business part will come naturally if we have a good, solid relationship with you and establish a level of trust. We've just been immensely blessed with all the people that we've met in the past few years, and we look forward to growing our family of customers. We'd like the opportunity just to look at your roof, your gutters, whatever it might be, for a free and obviously no obligation estimate. Find us online at thekingdombuilders.net. You're finally thinking about retirement, and I'm sure you're wondering, do I have enough money to retire? Will I be able to take that trip, buy that special something, or visit the kids? Now is the time to get your arms around your money, protect and grow your nest egg, so you can live out your retirement dreams. Join us at Online Trading Academy. Call us for a free investing class by dialing pound 250 on your cell phone. Use keyword OTA. Again, pound 250, keyword OTA. Wealthy, middle class, or business owners, you're on your financial journey, but with an emergency break on. That break is debt, and it's just going to get worse with a new tax law. You see, 60% of taxpayers who used the home interest deduction in 2017 will effectively not be able to do so in 2018. Think about that. Daniel Altwood with Your Family Bank here. 
We've provided a solution to this debt dilemma for over 20 years. Using it, you could cut the length of your debt, including your mortgage, in half and save tens of thousands of dollars. It works, and we can prove it to you. Our solution is not debt consolidation. Get your free ebook and analysis. Daniel.yourfamilybank.org. Be bold. Take action. Daniel.yourfamilybank.org. Daniel.yourfamilybank.org. God bless you, the Patriot, and God bless America. Hi, this is Nick Anderson, General Manager of AM 1280, The Patriot. And I'd like to remind you to spend your money wisely and use our loyal marketing partners here at this great station. Many of our clients are local businesses who live, work, and play right here in the Twin Cities, and their success in business is our success. For a list of our loyal marketing partners, go to am1280thepatriot.com or call us at 651-405-8800. We thank you for listening and supporting our partners. AM 1280 The Patriot is WWTC Minneapolis St. Paul FM 107.5 K298 Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.